Yo, we are in the building. 12 rounds with Childs. Hey, you know before I get started, I gotta put a disclaimer out there. The views and opinions are coming from myself and 12 Rounds with Childs podcast. We will be unapologetic. The energy will be real. And today we ain't holding no punches because I got my dog in the house today, man. Before you say anything, you know I gotta put it out there, man. Former WBC Silver champion of the world, of the world, get it, understand where we coming from, let's go back, right, 18, 18 and 3, as yes, a sir. pro, 11 knockouts, fighting at 160 pounds, the middleweight weight class, a big time amateur, Had went to the Nationals a few times, got there to the top of that game, and now, man, we sitting back and you got the strap on you, bro. I got yeah, Emmanuel the lame in the building, man. Welcome to 12 Rounds with Childs tonight, bro. Appreciate you. Appreciate you for having me. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Everything looking shiny on you. Wow. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know what I'm <laughs> this hey. thing's still shining a little bit. It's, it's, well, it's getting a little old, about five years. I still need to update. You know what I'm saying? Get, get him a brother, a sister, or a girlfriend, whatever one. No. <laughs> <laughs> we still in the game, though, bro. Yeah, we still yeah, in the yes, game. Sir. So it's still that opportunity, and that opportunity will come for you because you always grind Yes, sir. You know what I'm saying? But you know how I got to do, man. Whenever I got fighters on the podcast, man, I always go and I, and I, and I start from the beginning. So I, I go from, well, what were you doing before boxing kind of thing? Did I play any sports? I know you were in the music. What are some of the things that you did before you made that decision to jump into that boxing world? Well, first, when I was younger, um, I used to play soccer. And my dad's Jamaican. So we played soccer a lot. It was like in Richmond, had Pine Camp, went to soccer. Play basketball there too. Basketball is my favorite sport. I always mm-hmm. love basketball. So throughout my career, I played basketball even when I was training and everything for boxing. Um, I was good in football, but my father never wanted me to play to get injured. So my brother luckily got to play again. I was jealous because I'm like, yeah. he get to play, but I get to sit back not get injured and all that. But yeah, but I was playing soccer in Pound Camp when I was younger, playing basketball. You know, I was just playing basketball heavy. And then, you know, when my brother, my brother was always different. He was like, I was fighting a lot in school, fighting a lot of school and everything <laughs> in the neighborhood. It's Richmond, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, they gonna yeah, try, it's either it. you, they're going to try you regardless, whether you're that's chilling it. or not. So you were forced to fight, and they're going to follow you home and see yes, if you're going to fight and wait for you to come outside. So <laughs> either way, you got to fight when either get way. get off bro. the bus, you got to get the smoke. <laughs> yeah, bro. yeah. And, and I used to be a little asshole. I used to like start fights at first, you know what I'm saying? Until, until boxing came, I kind of relaxed a lot more once I realized mm-hmm. I ain't had to get in trouble and shit. Cause my brother, um, he wanted to be different. He was more goofy. He wasn't the type to be like me. I was more athletic. Yeah. My brother wasn't like, like you do dance. He couldn't dance. He couldn't do a lot of <laughs> shit. To be honest, like rhythm and shit was off. Like for real. Like but when he boxed, he was it, everything was like gel. Like he just bro. it just synced so perfectly. It was amazing to see him move. Sharp, bro. His movement sharp. and everything was like damn. Yeah, he really he really found himself with something. Like he just wanted to be different. He wanted to try that. So once I went to the gym and. I seen how I can fight and not get in trouble. Mm-hmm. I said, I can get with this. No, yeah. I can hit and be good. Like, yeah. So, being that we both from Richmond, man, big shout out to Richmond, even though I'm up here yeah. in Maryland, man. The 804 is yeah. still home. You know what I'm saying? The 804 yeah, is definitely sure. still home. What, uh, so, when you first started, where was the first gym? Where you started? Um, the first gym. My dad, Um, we went searching for a few, searched around the city. And even when I went back to New York, because I was born in New York, mm-hmm. and went back to New York to look for a gym and everything throughout the summer. Then mm-hmm. came back down 
didn't find anything. Then I um he went down on Hall Street and our first gym was special effects with Poncho. Okay. So, hey, I, yeah, well, I remember Poncho. You're right there before Kroger Spot. Kroger Spot's yeah. on the corner, right? Yeah, yeah, that's where we started. So it should have been still the same nine dimensional gym that I was boxing now, though, right down there, <clears throat> right on the right hand side. We was on the opposite street. side you know, on Hall Street, 25th. For, yeah, yeah, when they like the little warehouse is on that, right? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, I remember that gym, bro. Yeah. For sure. For sure. Maybe your dad that was that. Start off at Poncho. Yeah, bro. Poncho was a good guy, man. Yeah, that he was, was cool. Cool he guy. He was cool. Cool guy, man. But I mean, it, and it's 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 cool to go back and and you meet people that's from the same city that yeah. got that got to do things outside of the city. Cause let's let's keep it real. A lot of people we grew up with, a lot of people we still talk to today, like we just said, man, they real still. They still yeah, doing the same thing, still in the same place, still the same mind frame. And to get out of Richmond, to get to go some places, travel, meet all these new people, man, that shit open your yeah. horizons, bro. It's a fact. You know what I'm just gotta leave. They gotta escape their own comfort zone. You know what yeah. I'm saying? They gotta get out and then explore and adventure themselves. And I, I also feel like fear is a big reason why most people don't don't leave their comfort zone. Being comfortable is yeah. is comfortable. It's 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 a way that I don't have to feel that anxiety. I don't have yeah. to think outside. Just step the out box. there. You know, you know what I'm saying? saying? Put yourself out there. That's it. Sometimes that's it, bro. And and you never know because that fear is what stops you from being successful. You know what I'm saying? One of the biggest killers. Risk. You gotta take risks, right? Just like boxing. Yeah. Gotta take risks. Sure. When we know you take risks, you a dog. I'm that motherfuckers are gonna try it. Motherfuckers be scared to do this. I'm like, yeah, I'm gonna try it. <laughs> hey, bro. <laughs> All the people that's watching us, one thing I can say is if you go on YouTube and you look at this man right here, man, you can see every fight that he was in is always entertaining. He always yeah. hit the chest and he is letting his hands go. Like, I'm always entertaining, so I need the entertaining type of check. That's the yeah. only thing that's there. <laughs> I can be entertaining all I want, but they need to pay me like entertaining. <laughs> hey, oh, we need the money, bro. <laughs> yeah. They know I'm going to put on my show. So. Definitely. Definitely. I don't think it's a show that I've ever watched with you that, that wasn't entertaining. You know what I'm saying? Even yeah. to the fact that I, like, I went back, bro. Because I, I remember when I first moved up here and I met like Damon Nicholson and a lot of the, the Maryland fighters and things like that. Right. I, I was like, man, I didn't know you fought most of these guys. You know what I'm oh, saying? Oh, yeah, so yeah. I went Me and Damon fought three research. times. For real? Three. Oh, that's crazy. Uh, it might be four counting the pro fight, but before mm -hmm. three, either two or three in the amateurs, and then the pro fight. So, yeah. Really? So, y'all always been in the same weight class? Pretty much. Well, he was like, I was in the JOs. At 12 years old, I started boxing. Mm -hmm. I was from 125 to each year, and I moved up to like 35, 38. And then I moved up to 45. And I went up to, when I went to the Silver Glove Nationals, came in the second place, mm -hmm. I was at 156. I got moved up. Basically, I, I weighed in 139 or 38.6. And instead mm -hmm. of moving me up, it was one weight class, and they moved me up to like 156, whatever it was, sure. instead of me just losing six ounces. So I went on and became number two in the yeah. nation at, at, the, at that weight. At, at that higher weight class. Yeah. Bro, I remember my first fight with your dad, man. We fought at DC, right? Right. And at that time, you know, when you when you first start boxing, you ain't really think about weight. So I came in, he was like, all right, you're going to get down to 150. I'm like, all right, I don't really know how to get down, none of that. I'm just running in boxing, right? <laughs> yeah. We show up in D.C., I ended up in, the weight class was 152, I was 153. And he, he looked at me, he was like, all right, the dude you fighting, he about 170. 
I said, what? Oh, shit. He was like, well, we're going to fight him anyway. I said, shit, yeah. all right, let's go. <laughs> I'm here now, guys. Yeah. Well, that's what I like, man. Like, hey, your dad. That's a fight that I'm, I'm done like that. We're yeah. close. But a lot of people probably don't know when I fought Gary Russell. Yeah. And Gary Russell was a bit apart in, in, in weight difference, but we still took it. Yeah. The kicker is I spot with Antoine um Douglas that morning. Oh, for real. And then for Gary Russell, and it, and it was open, it was random because we just going there to watch. Mm-hmm. And they asked, they said, Hey, Gary's here. Do you want to fight? You know, I don't say no. Fuck yeah. it. <laughs> that's, that's how we got it in that day. Yeah. That's crazy. And he took after that fight, he was like, he's like, Man, how many fights you got? He said, Man, I got more knockouts in your fights. You hard motherfucker. <laughs> 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 it's crazy. Motherfucker got like more six on the amateur fights. Somebody yeah, got more knockouts in fights. <laughs> hey, Gary, Gary's special. He one of the special athletes. You know what I'm saying? He's probably one of the best amateurs that have before, to be honest. That's real. That's real. He's definitely one of the top. top. And, With his record and resume, he just never went all the way. I think G- Allen, Gary Allen Russell, he was on. Um, I feel like he just didn't care. Yeah. <laughs> Because, I mean, if for those of you that don't know, Gary Russell and all his brothers. I feel like all of them named Gary, first off. Yeah. But they all some, they all fighters. Allen was special. First yeah. round, I seen I seen the speed for real. Because I feel like I'm fast. When he's, mm-hmm. I was like, hold on. I had to blink a couple times. Like, hold on. This nigga quick. <laughs> it's it six go, I barely seen it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Motherfucker was super fast. Yeah, yeah, I had to really try to hit him. Sit down on it. Yeah. Yeah, to slow that shit down. Yeah, um, yeah, it was cool. If you ever got watched, that was a that was a fun fight. Yeah, yeah, man. But that's what built you. That's what had yeah. you ready for when you turned over and you made the, went ahead and started that pro career, bro. You had already fought yeah, all the dogs. Sure. You knew yeah. everybody. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. <clears throat> all right. I think that, and I think that makes a difference. Even with like the fighters I have now, the young fighters I have now, I'm always talking about the nationals. We go everywhere. Actually, tomorrow yeah. we are in Newark. You know what I'm saying. We just fought in D.C. Uh, my one seventy six beat the number two guy in the nation last week. So big up Jeez. to Najee. He did his thing last week. But uh, I think hey. getting out here and, and fighting these guys, they get you prepared, bro, because they're the same people you're going to see in the pros. You know what I'm saying? Oh, you said Najee? Uh-uh, I thought you were talking about my nephew. <laughs> oh, bro. I, hey, so you want to know his <laughs> about the same name, name? Najee, too? They got the same name. But what's funny oh, is... Oh, Najee. That's what I'm <laughs> Bro, when we was down in Richmond, right? Because I remember yeah. Najee when he was this big. You see how much he blew up? Bro. I was here. And, bro, dog. I can show you pictures that I fucking took. Yeah. In less than three years. He went from, in the pandemic, let's just say the pandemic, when the pandemic mm-hmm. just hit, 2019 to 2020. He was 2019, he was 130-something. By the what? end of 2020, he was almost 200. Bro. From bro, 130 that's... to 200. And we think he he's growing, but, yeah. yeah, he basically was, was his spurt, his growth spurt was going. He came out he with the up. smokers, bro. He came out banging shit two weeks ago. I was like, hey, that boy, that boy special. Every yeah. time he touched dude, it was like, oh, yeah. I just kept, I don't put that spunk on him. Like, now nah, he be challenging me now when it comes <laughs> to the gym. You know I be putting on him, but I'm like, all right, motherfucker. <laughs> Keep hey, trying me, yeah. Bro, you know how it goes, bro. You got to, you, you, sometimes you got to, like I said, you got to pipe him down a little bit. You know yeah, that's the attitude people be wanting me, but it's like, well, this yeah. family is different. Like, my brother, I feel like I never hit nobody harder than my brother. For real? I don't know if it's the blood thing. I swear <laughs> I try to kill this motherfucker. I swear. If I could have killed the person legally, it would have been him. <laughs> you know, for <laughs> in the house and everything, but boxing-wise, I just yeah. feel like you get, you, get, you get the pass to hurt your family. 
<laughs> so I just feel like he's my older brother. I get to hit you as hard as I fucking want. You know what I'm saying? Hey, that's Because Moshe is so quiet. Right? He's so and quiet. To this day, he would never relax. hit me hard. He would never treat me. Uh-huh. He still treat me like, yeah, that's just how he is. It's too kind hearted for me. But me, I ain't give a fuck. I try to. <laughs> I'm going he to was get literally, yeah. <laughs> literally hold me like Ali Frazier, had me like this and tie me. I'm just. Yeah. I'm trying to hurt this motherfucker. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sure you still like that because. Let's talk to him too. Um, when you went pro, that right now. So uh, you, you see, I guess you signed that Al Heyman right now. I know you work yeah. with Al Heyman right now. So the first time you got that call from Al Heyman, or the first time you were able to do business with Al Heyman, how did mm-hmm. that make you feel? Well, it was different because my situation is such like a. It's like if I want to say for fighters to steer their career. That's why I say big ups to Keyshawn Davis and mm-hmm. that team. I salute them. You know what I'm saying? I knew been around them and their whole like brother and everybody since they was young now like I, even when i seen him he's like man i'm older now he ain't with yeah. me he's like a little kid but yeah. i'm just saying he was a little kid back then but they they basically running the business the way it's supposed to be run you know what mm-hmm. i'm saying and like me i had a manager at the time when i turned pro my dad got my first fight mm-hmm. then we had got through conversations got with a manager who was on the manager of um, paul williams okay so, okay through over the years, we got with Al. Al, at the time, in 2014, I feel like was looking for a lot of fighters. And mm-hmm. throughout the time, people was getting assigned, Tank, and everybody was getting assigned, and we eventually got assigned with that. It wasn't like we looked out for but he did his job to get us linked in with right. Al and everything. So 20, since 2014, I've been with him since. Okay. So me, I didn't really know, because everybody else was posting online. I was never really a person to go online and post my shit in my life and everything right right so when everybody's posting they signed the shit i mean we were signed but we never was recognized like that right like since 2014 we've been with al Heyman. i've been fighting on tv cars ever since you know yeah yeah you know tv about 10 times right so when espn swing bouts and the rest was on you know pbc right showtime so so talk to the people about uh swing bouts actually i know that's something that a lot of people they just watch boxing and yeah. they don't understand the business, and I also say a lot of people don't understand what's going on, on what's going on in those locker rooms before we oh, get on yeah, TV. Yeah, for sure. You know what I'm saying? Let's talk a little a bit about your fight one time when I fought at I got it was in Pennsylvania. It might have been on a Kings promotion card. Not Kings Marshall's my dog, so mm-hmm. it wasn't him or nothing. But the fight went so long it had me at the end. I've been mm-hmm. warming up since six o'clock. So when you're a swing bout, you don't know when you're gonna get. You basically, when it's early knockouts, they're mm-hmm. gonna put you in. Cause you got time for TV and everything, so it's, it never went. So I had to wait till the rest of the night, and all the fights happened. So I didn't fight till one o'clock at night, and I was getting Oof. ready since five. I was there probably since three. Oof. Getting ready since five, warming up, sitting down, warming up, sitting down, not knowing, you know, what I'm saying, yeah. whether you're gonna fight or anything. So right. Yeah, I don't put at one o'clock. Had like a, I felt like I was kind of flat. And mm-hmm. the guy, he was pretty okay. He was Oscar Riojas. He mm-hmm. was okay, but I just felt like, man, I couldn't get off the way I want to get off. And then I had to, you know, try to slug it out. And right. man, I won a unanimous decision, but I don't feel like that was one of my best. I don't feel like it was one of my best before. It wasn't my worst, but like, mm-hmm. damn, that was a flat fight for sure. Yeah, it was one of those learning fights. Like, you felt like you made things a little difficult, or he was just a difficult opponent. I just feel like all the, everything played the factor yeah. of the momentum and being flat and fighting late at night. And, you know, it didn't make you, like, as a fighter, sometimes it don't keep you motivated still. Mm-hmm. You know what mm-hmm. I'm saying? So. Like I was motivated to fight, but then it was like, damn, I'm just so late. You don't you don't feel the crowd? Don't it's barely people in there. You know what I'm yeah. saying? Like, <laughs> you ready to go to sleep? Yeah, at one at one a.m. Definitely, definitely. Yeah, but so the, I, the spotlights. I mean, those swing bouts is big because like Al, I like what Al and PBC do because they really changed the game of bringing more 
smaller cars to the front right. screen because right. on the swing bouts, that's the only chance you had. Like when I when Dan Goosen was alive, and, I, and God bless Dan, Dan Goosen, I got to meet him when I had one of my mm-hmm. biggest fights. I fought mm-hmm. um Rojas on uh shoot, I forgot it was in California. And what year was this? 2013 or the, I was like six and oh, I fought him was one of my first TV ones that got me online, got me like pretty known a little bit. Last 15 seconds, I hit over the right hand, had him stood up, and then they had referee had to wave it off. Yeah. He was kind of giving me a hard time because I was an undefeated pro coming up, right? And this guy just basically hit me behind the head, hit me, grabbing me. Me from yeah. the amateur thinking, you know, referee's gonna like break you when certain happened. Now he yes. let shit fly, he let he fly. everything. To- so once I knew he was doing that, I started doing it. You know what I'm, <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, oh, okay, this how we doing? Fuck it. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? Now I'm done. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So then after that, I got my groove, fifth, sixth round, and I started moving on my toes. And then Teddy mm-hmm. Atlas and told Joe Tessitore was talking. It was cool just having that feeling of hearing Teddy uh-huh. and them. I'm gonna tell you, I ain't never had it. I played fight night, yeah, but I ain't never had it. Yeah. You know what so what you say, you know, Aline's moving doing this, man. I, I just had one punch I know I'm gonna hit him with before that yeah. round. I was like, this motherfucker, you gonna so I lured him into it. I was moving around then last second. I didn't care what he I didn't care what he walked through, what he threw. I was throwing this motherfucker. Like yeah. I felt like wilder, like boom. <laughs> Stop him <laughs> in place and yeah, that was it. But that was a learning fight, and it kind of put me, it gave me a little bit of exposure. Maybe right. um see myself and that's a swing bout. Sometimes you get them open and mm-hmm. one time to show what you is and that can make that's you it. break you. And you gotta go get it. You gotta go yeah. get it. Like, sure. so how was that feeling the first time getting on getting on TV when you got there? You sitting in the locker room, cause and that's one thing that I always like to talk about. You sitting in the locker room, they're giving you this time, it's a little more pressure because the cameras are coming in and out while you warming up, while you're getting your hands wrapped, all that stuff. It's a lot going on. Other than the fight that people see on TV, how was that build up? Did you feel pressure? Were you nervous? Like, how did you feel about it before you made that walk? It's weird to, cause even to this day, people keep saying like, "Yo, you're so like calm when you fight, mm-hmm. and like, like you don't act like you no pressure hits you and stuff like that." And mm-hmm. that's kind of how I see these moments. I think I've always seen myself being in that moment, right. so it doesn't like shock me once I'm in it. You know what I'm saying? Like once I'm in it, I'm like. This is why I always see myself being. So I kind of mm. own the moment all the time. Yeah. Like people like, you'll see the cameras. I like, I know it's there, but it's not like my focus be so tunnel vision at that point. Yeah. That's, uh, I feel like that's the mama mentality. I just be locked in. Like until this shit over, I don't really care about nothing else. You know what yeah. I'm saying? Because <laughs> I feel like as fighters, that's the one thing we always say. All right, let's just go get this shit over with. Let's go get this fight in and let's go get yeah. it over with. You once I touch the ring and move around and feel the gloves, once, once my hands is wrapping, I feel like, I don't know, it's that feeling of the hand wraps. Like I feel like. I could knock down King Kong, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, like, <laughs> on, it's like, you know, whatever. But once I put them them cements on, man, there's something about once they taped them up and wrapped. Yeah, yeah, them bricks bro. is crazy, man. Like, and it's, and yeah. I think it's no, it's, it's to me, it's no better feeling. Even as a coach, you know what I'm saying? As a coach, you we with y'all every day when you think about it. We with y'all every day. We wipe, we wiping the blood out your nose, out your mouth. You right. know what I'm saying? It's, it's, it's a, we in that shit together. You know what I'm yeah, saying? Yeah. Y'all going to war and we you trying feel to what we, what we feel at times. Yeah, you know bro. It's times that uh that I gotta walk around, I gotta pace a little bit, get my mind yeah. together, get focused, <laughs> and then once it's time, though, I'm like, let's go. <laughs> I know let's something go. when you see something that happens before it happens as a coach. I know it got to be beautiful. Oh yeah, oh yeah, and definitely to me, it's like when you see and like like this last week because I didn't. We had a rough week, right? You know how yeah. it is sometimes during the week, training don't go like you want to train, or you're a fighter that has a job, so I don't see you every day. Right, right. So uh, I think the night before the fight, I didn't even, we didn't even train until like 11, right? 
So it's like, yo, all right, we going to go strictly over the game plan. And we went in there. We went strictly over the game plan. And we did it in the living room, bro. I ain't even going to lie to you. Damn. Did it in my living room. But it was amazing. Yeah, I mean, we done started in the living room before. Bro, Dang. you know how it goes. Yeah, 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 you know what I'm saying? You know how it goes. So to see him go in there last week and do exactly what we just did in the living room, it's like, God damn, let's go, bro. Yeah, you know yeah. what I'm saying. That's, a, that's beautiful that's, when that's you have that chemistry. Want. That chemistry is beautiful. Yeah, it, it, it is, bro. It is, and I, I know even for your coaches. So you working with uh, you still working with Derek James or? No, um, I was Ronnie Shields. Oh, Ronnie Shields. Oh, gotcha. Yeah, okay, yeah. Okay, okay. How was that, bro? Because that's a that's a he got. A lot it's of awesome and surreal, and uh-huh. Ronnie's such a cool, great guy. You know, I rock with Ronnie a lot. He just has that, you know, relaxed but. He knows exactly what to tell you. What he's saying right. is right from his experience. Right. And Meldrick Chell is one of my favorite fighters. And to know mm-hmm. that he trained yep. Meldrick, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. And he trained Charlo. He trained Evander. He trained these guys. Like, before, you know, being there, it's like, like, yeah, I know he trained them. But to see, you know, like, Meldrick is like, was a big. And then actually yeah. working with Jamal and having him against, it was like, damn, you know, mm-hmm. I get to really showcase my skills. But yeah. also getting the respect from them that was like, that was the big, the big, you know, the big notch that helped me. Definitely, and and so you were down in Houston, right? Yeah. Hey, so all my family, I'm gonna go ahead and do this now. All my people Houston, down in Houston. For sure. Look, my dad down in Houston. I got all my aunts, my grandmother, everybody down there. Big salute to the H Town, bro. That's yeah, for sure. Salute to the H Town. I love bro. them. They, look, I they done adopted Houston, me. Bro. Yeah, yeah, adopted me. They came yeah. and said, "Look, Aline, where you from?" He's like, "No, nah, you from Houston." <laughs> yeah. yeah, bro, I love it. Bro. Hey, look, I be down there. I'm eating good. I'm listening to DJ Screw, bro. I be down there like I'm oh like I live God. down there. You know what Who's I'm saying? crazy. The crazy part, you can eat good and still lose weight, bro. Like <laughs> all my struggles of other training before mm-hmm. past them. And it's basically, to be honest, sometimes it's your location where you at to why you need to train different. You know what I'm saying? Like me, and I love the East Coast. The East Coast where I'm at, where I'm born definitely, and from. But definitely. being in that central and that heat and being in that dry heat, oh, man, I can different. eat as much as I want to go work out. Things I did, I used to wear a sauna suit and all that shit. I didn't have yeah. to do none of that. Like, you know what I'm saying? I didn't have to do none of that. lost everything. Same way. 108 down there, mama. Shit, almost 115. Yeah, y'all getting it in. Yeah, and it's almost 80 at night, to be honest. Yeah, that's real. But don't nobody really come out to after five, six o'clock. You know what I'm saying? You know how it go. Yeah. So, man, I spent many of summers down in Houston on the southwest side. Actually, Southwest, Southwest, you know yeah. what I'm saying? Fondren, Maine, over that way, you know what I'm saying? Actually, oh, my man. daddy was in Missouri City. He lived over in Missouri City. Yeah, that's why I be around there. Missouri, Sugar Land, Stafford. Hey, Sugar Land, that's where the money at, bro. Yeah, Sugar Land. Sugar Land yeah. got, the, got the money around there. Yeah, yeah. But I like <laughs> sure. it because, like you say, man, it's a different vibe. You get to see some different things. The people different, you know what I'm saying? They flow yeah. a little different than we do on the East Coast. It definitely got that own, that Southern hospitality is real. Yeah, really I like that. and that's one thing. That's the one thing I miss about living up here is that when I moved up here, I realized like don't nobody speak. You hold a dope, they go right past your ass. You know what I'm saying? You're like God damn. Like I said, being one from New York, like we're like it's an attitude. You gotta have an attitude, regardless. You know what I'm saying? You gotta you walk with that attitude. You carry that attitude. Yeah. It is like it's not. It's not offensive, but it can be offensive to someone who's not used to it. That ain't from it, right? Exactly. Because <laughs> that's, that's how I took it at first. I'm looking at everybody like these motherfuckers rude. 
<laughs> it is. It is rude, though. It's, yeah. it's, it's, it's real rude. <laughs> but you realize it when you go down south, because then you just, it's like, it's a whole nother, it's just a different. Yeah, but DC vibe. got their own rule, too, to be honest. DC, no, they, they, do, got a, they got a slick rule with it. Oh, yeah, they do. Yeah. DC do it. You know Baltimore. That's why I'm not here today. Yeah, so, you yeah. know, Baltimore got their own little thing. Everybody just be, yeah, yeah can't even speak to nobody. You know what I'm saying? Excuse me, but. Yeah. Definitely been down there. I know it, it was cool. You got to, uh, if y'all check out this man's Instagram, y'all check out his Facebook. He got pictures of everybody. Earl Spence. Oh, yeah, yeah. I saw you in the locker room with Earl Spence, with Charlo. Yeah. I think you were with Charlo when he unified, right? Yep. I just helped him with the um, Castaño. Yeah. I helped Earl when um, Ugas. So, bro, how's that? Them motherfuckers hit as hard as what they think, what everybody say? I don't man, know. You I gotta say, I don't want to say though. too much, man. I don't want to <laughs> say too much, but let me say, let me say this. You know, my dog. To me personally, uh-huh. and it's weird. I don't feel power like that, and mm-hmm. I don't know why. I don't know. It's just my body how I absorb certain shots. Right. But only two people I really felt that made me like, damn. I felt that a little bit. My brother. Mm-hmm. At the spa home years later. Yeah. Like in the beginning we used to spa, but we took a break, have a spa in the years, came back and spa, and I was like, yeah. I actually felt them shits on the arm. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> I felt them myself. Like how yeah. I would imagine them. Like I had to tell them, like, yo, you way stronger than which how I see why you was giving a lot of people problems. They think because you was fast, like right. no, right. you really got pop. You just don't be focusing on power to be oh, honest. Oh, like yeah. And it just flows unnatural. I'm hitting my arms, I'm just like, hmm. Mm, that shit kind of, you know, numbing up a little bit. <laughs> <laughs> I feel that. And Jamal, Jamal definitely got power. You know what I'm saying? I feel yeah. like he got power that I match to feel like I could hit myself with. So I'm like, yeah. Because Jamal, you know what I'm saying? He could do it all, to be honest. Jamal, yeah. like, we don't have a lot of sparring rounds. And he do what any other boxer could do who he haven't shown yet. Right. But, you know what I'm saying? I want to leave where he can't everything. But he definitely could do it all. Yeah. But he chooses to hit you with that shotgun for sure. There's no that. <laughs> he chooses. He can get you out the shotgun. He ain't worried about nothing else. <laughs> yeah, bro. And I, I, I like everything about both of them. I like their attitude. I like the way they, they carry themselves. You know what I'm saying? And yeah. Qu- kind of the question I want to ask you is that, dude, do you feel like the way they carry themselves on camera is the same way they carry themselves when y'all are together and the cameras aren't on? To be honest, yeah. They're, they're pretty much themselves most of all around yeah you know what i'm saying they're pretty much but i feel like they can get agitated from these cameras to be honest <laughs> yeah, <laughs> they can have, they can be a little few sometimes it just oh. it depends on what fuck their day up to be honest yeah like, yeah they cool they cool but <laughs> you fucking you mad at you now you're gonna take it out everybody you know what i'm saying everybody got <laughs> <laughs> you're all gonna get it you know what i'm saying yeah what about arrow man how is it just being getting to hang around arrow because i'm gonna be honest he is my he on my pound for pound list, bro. He is not the number yeah, one best fighter to me. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, and you actually, you got to yeah. get in there with him. You got to take some of those yeah. shots, move around with him. You know what I'm saying? It's crazy. I knew Earl since 2009. Oh, really? And, yeah, since the amateurs. We've been around. Okay. So, like, in my, my years of the amateurs where I was coming up, the top dogs was Jesse Hart. Um, Earl was oh, starting to, to win everything. Mm-hmm. Um, oh, yeah, I got to work with I never. Yeah, we, we, had, we had an incident where I was supposed to get work with Jesse mm-hmm. back then to go spar in the Amazon because he used to have his shows in Philly. Mm-hmm. And it was his birthday weekend. And he had us matched up. But 
I couldn't go. It was something with me and my dad had gotten to it and whatever. He wasn't able to. He hit me up on Facebook like, yo, why you didn't show up? And this yeah. and that. Like, I couldn't really say much, bro. I was yeah. like, you know, my bad, bro. Like, it was personal bro. shit. You know, I'm shit at home. But, yeah, it, it was Jesse Hart was at the top. It was Jesse, Loose Areas. It was on, mm-hmm. um, shoot, it was a lot of people. It was Cam. Cam, I don't think he ever went pro. Mm-hmm. Can't use that dreads and everything, mm-hmm. but yeah, definitely Earl was always the top. Him and Alex Martin, it was always top two. And shout out to Alex Martin, he just um, I think he just got a good win in his last fight, I uh, believe. Uh, yeah, yeah Alex Martin, he's still still doing his thing. But yeah, mm-hmm. the, Earl Earl knew since two thousand nine. Him and yeah. my dad met at the PAL because my brother was fighting in the amateurs. He had um, my brother had good buzzes to Ali. Everybody thought he was Ali. Yeah, you know, that's he, how we had to the gym. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Cause he used to watch him a lot, and mm-hmm. he was one that made him be free and be himself. Like he never did it to mimic him. He did him right. because that's the only way he knew how to be. Right, I always right. looked at my brother like Michael Jackson. Like mm-hmm. the things he do, this is him naturally. Like he's yeah. really not trying. He don't know no other way how to fight this. <laughs> right, referees, right. we really had like the Beyonds, we really had like the Roy Jones when he got robbed in the Olympics. Mm-hmm. That's basically mm-hmm. my brother's career. Like right. he's been blackballed as a fighter because of the Ali comparison. And there's mm-hmm. been referees and stuff at the fight to say, hey, you can't do this or you're doing this and showboating and you're not engaging and this and that and they right. they won't score for him the next day first day he'll be to do 30 something to like 10. next yeah. day they won't score in the nationals and he he will lose the first two rounds zero eight until the last round so yeah. it was bad like he was usually get blackballed and every time he gets higher they keep doing this to him they'll have a discussion about him and then they'll fuck him over the next day so yeah. he got discouraged over over time doing that definitely that's for sure man, so much work is put in behind the scenes you know what i'm saying every yeah. day we getting we getting up at 5 a.m to go run we in the gym at six. You know what I'm saying? That shit. They don't know what he did and became his person to take that right. from him. Now he can't be himself. Exactly. That's the biggest thing. Like, this is him. But we met Earl, and Earl will always want to smoke. Because, you know, he, he, he just that dude. Like, yo, this yeah. dude getting a lot of attention. Like, it'll be yeah. three rings, and everybody will leave the ring to watch my brother fight. That's how big it was. Yeah. Everybody in national. Yeah, he was big. Anybody you know, you know, Calvin Ford, but mm-hmm. Tank's trainer. You know, know he knows my brother. Yeah. He, he love him. He, he always said, my your brother with the olive. Like, he, he had everything. And Earl wanted that smoke. They just never matched up. They had a chance one time at the 2011 or 20, yeah, 2011 USA's. Mm-hmm. My brother, they got him over, and Willie Jones beat him at that time, and mm-hmm. Willie went to fight Earl next. So he was like, damn. Like, he was sitting there watching him. He was like, well, I guess it never happened. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, because his father Jamaican. My dad's Jamaican. So that's yeah. how we got the bond. And ever right. since then, we've been cool since. So yeah. getting that call was just like, damn. Finally get to work with him. Finally get to you know, Yeah. He seemed like a really good guy, real respectful, you know, yeah. a hard worker. I'm sure he was pushing you in camp, too. He was a respectful killer. Like, let's just say that. He will, he will <laughs> shake your hand and kill you at the same time, you know what I'm saying? Because bro, left hand is fire. That, yeah, that straight yeah. left hand and the way he shoot that uppercut when he step on the outside of your lead foot, bro, he bring it all the way through that gym. Mm, like, it's so I much studying her. So much stuff that Earl do that. It beats the eye inside, yeah. the, like watching it. It's like being in there and you're trying to do shit that mm-hmm. you can't normally do because of things he's shutting off. Right, it's different. It's like him and Crawford. I don't know Crawford like that, but I know from being in Earl, Earl mm-hmm. in there is like, like I told my boy being there boxing. You know, shout out to being there boxing too. He's out there in Houston, and mm-hmm. I told him that you know that Earl give you two choices: to fight or flight. That's your yeah. that's your choice. And you either gonna fight with him, what he wants you to do, or you're gonna you're gonna run. Yeah. <laughs> you're gonna have to stay, and you have to keep that up. Basically, if you can't keep that up, then. So, what's your opinion on the big fight, then, bro? We got 
the arrow, we, I know, I'm sure you probably gonna go. I'm definitely gonna try to make sure I could be in the house that yeah, night. Yeah, yeah. If it happens, bro, what you think? What's your opinion? How you think it's gonna go? Going with the road dog Earl, man. He's just, got yeah. to. And this is this is personally because I know him. I've seen what he do. Crawford mm-hmm. is a great a great fighter too as well. Definitely, but definitely. The skill says that I know that he can do and being in there with him and seeing what he can stop. I think is like you're gonna have to really have amazing offense and really either crack him and get him out of there because yeah. if he. It's gonna be hard to beat him on the cards. The mm-hmm. way he fights, it's gonna be hard to outscore this guy it and out pressure this guy and outwork this guy. And he could box too. It's, yeah. yeah. And my thing is, is we've seen Crawford get touched. Crawford's been yeah, dropped yeah, by yeah. smaller guys than her. You yeah, know what I'm yeah. saying? So Crawford makes mistakes. And you, one thing about Crawford is, if you hit Crawford, he he loses for a second. He gonna go try to get it back. But the biggest you know thing saying? is that he he got adjustments like Crawford can adjust. He, yes, bro, he, he's he so adjust. witty to adjust. Yes. But they both can. That's the, this is such an even fight. This is such right. a night and day. Like it's crazy how much they both have so much to do and cancel the next person. It's whoever works the best game plan because yeah. consistently throughout that fight is going to win. But you know Derek gonna put together. I, and I'm gonna say Derek is probably yeah. my favorite coach right now. And I've been there hands on and seeing Derek work and yeah. being able to do the things I did, even helping with Jamel and mm-hmm. you know, it's, it's crazy. It, Derek, Derek, definitely, he's so relaxed, like so laid back all the time, all the yeah. time. That's why I like to come down there. I just want to be a fly on the wall and just listen to some of his <laughs> teaching. You know what I'm saying? Right, so I right. can bring him back up and, and and do the same thing for my guys. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah, <clears throat> for sure. All right. But on that rise, let's keep let's go back because you know we 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 still gonna talk about your. It's a lot. It's a lot to talk about, man. Bro, a lot your to rise, talk about. cause man, you had a great rise, bro. Look, you got a strap on you. Yeah, yeah, you know for what sure. I'm so how, when you, how was that, bro? How this moment, that? this moment, this moment for real. Right talk to me about that moment, bro. This moment was probably one of the best moments I felt. It was like a breakthrough moment just for myself mm-hmm. because. From where I've been in the world and just like growing up, I always felt like I was overlooked in everything I do. You right. know what I'm saying? I could play ball, I'd be all right, but I want to be the motherfucker that you really pick until I get on there and start scoring. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, I, yeah. I was that dude that always got to prove myself and show myself right, all the time. Right. Like they'll pick somebody else to do something else, but then they'll overlook and then I, you know, I do my thing. Yeah. yeah. This fight was, I didn't never care. I never look at my opponents. I never really cared. I would mm-hmm. tell you, I had an instance with Caleb Clint. One time, oh, in we the just past, Caleb Plant too. A couple months, a couple weeks. Caleb ago. Plant called me out when I was fifteen and zero. I don't know right. if anybody noticed or this, but it's the past. This was an early IG. Yeah, and I didn't know this because I just came off a fight with who did I fight? It was um the Colombian. Damn, the fuck that Colombian is. It's this Colombian <laughs> I had a close fight with. <laughs> I can't even. I can't even think of this damn name. I see his face, can't think of his name, but yeah, I fought this Colombian and uh, he fought him afterwards. And I guess he got the little body shot stoppage off of him. Mm-hmm. I'm saying that's cool. I had a little, I won unanimously on majority decision, but I was out boxing. Once I started boxing and doing what I was doing, right? It was it was easy, but I started trading and back and forth in the early rounds. But after that, that was the eight round, I, um, I cleaned him out afterwards. But right. he started talking on there, all the 168s and 160s and down, and nobody want to see me and this and that. Right. I tried to get Dominique Wade don't want to fight me. Emmanuel Lee don't want to fight me. This, look, I'm like, yo, I don't know who ain't say I never said no to nobody. You know what yeah. I mean? Right, right, <laughs> I know right. my, you see my record. I fought whatever. I'm not afraid to put my shit on the line. You know yeah. what I'm saying? Like, yeah. if you, it is, 
I would have fought. It is what it is. But at that time, I didn't know my manager or whoever declined or whatever. I didn't. I didn't have the control as much as I do now. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. I didn't understand that because me, I was just a fighter. When you have somebody who looks at these fighters like, like, okay, he's not watching his career or doing whatever. It's like, I just take whatever you give me. So right. basically, that's what it was. And I was knocking off. I just felt like at the times. Whatever he was giving me, I was sacrificing to do whatever it is to put my name, my family in a line and position. So, right. I just, so you gave me what it is, I was going to do the best. I didn't give a fuck he was 30 and old, 40 and old. I was going to try to knock him out the same way or beat him. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? That's so right. Yeah. At that time, I didn't care. So what, <laughs> me and Caleb, and he put on boxing scene. That's why I seen it. He was uh-huh. like, who he want next? He said, Emmanuel Lean, because I feel like we're even on paper, but we're not skilled the same. We're not basically the same skill-wise. I'm like, I still have yet to show the real skills I have, to be honest. Right. Right. There's a lot of skills I do have. I just been getting by because I'm a dog at the end of the day. When you yeah, dog with me, I'm a dog back. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? But you know, now I gotta, you know, I've I done seasoned. Let's just say I seasoned. Or I can <laughs> got a little smarter. Yeah, now. yeah, I, for we sure. Gonna, I'm we not moving groove now, man. Yeah, I'm not, I'm not yeah. so much a brute. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, that was one with Caleb. Caleb definitely, you know, I like him. I feel like he'll he a good, decent boxer. He's a pure boxer, to be honest. Yeah, a pure boxer. He, is. he, he is. definitely love the science of being a boxer but when it comes to fighting it's different you know Bruh, somebody has to force you to be in that fight that's what benavides is kind of different he forces you to be right, in that fight right like, it takes I'm, a lot of skill and will and you know what I'm saying? what he's doing to stay as a boxer though for sure yeah. he got me in shape oh yeah he, he is um we went up to we went up to philly big shout out to shoeless out there we went up to shoeless it was uh yeah. caleb plant julian williams and Kyron davis up there um, I took Nashe up there to get some work, and we got to we we got to see Caleb Plant and a technician, boxing technician. Yeah, pure boxer, pure lost boxer. Lost the fighter on the outside, yeah. you know yeah. what I'm saying? And that's he does, what that's he's that's comfortable That's his ability. That's, that's his ability. ability. Yeah, he I knows like, what his game is, and he sticks to it. That's yeah, and I feel like for you, if you if you step on the gas a little bit, and we can get inside of those long arms and some of those yeah. little hook, them body hooks and and stuff like that, we can slide off. He'll have trouble. That's what um Canelo was trying to do. You know what I'm saying? Canelo was doing the same thing. So he, 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 he played the waiting game. He, played he did, game. though. He, <laughs> he was patient. You know what I'm yeah. saying? He was patient. He kept pressure on him because we know being on the ring and when you got somebody that's coming forward, even when I hit him with my best shot, and you're like, God damn, this motherfucker's still moving forward. Like, yeah. It, that shit take a lot out of you. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, it take yeah, a lot sure, out of you. Sure. And, uh, and we know we get to rounds 8, 10, your body's starting to feel a little different. You tired, you know what I'm saying? The yeah. game now, now that's when that real dog got to come out. And Canelo waited yeah. to see, like, yeah, all right, my boy, I'm about to yeah. step in the net. <laughs> I yeah. do this, bro. Like, you know what I'm saying? So as you said, you said J Rock and you said Kyron was up there. So J Rock, that's my. I, I, let's see, I ain't gonna say it's my dog. I like J Rock. J Rock's good. He's cool. But I'm gonna be honest. We did try to get that. We try to get that matchup. Me and the J-Rock. one, the one in Brooklyn. Oh yeah, because you know. Oh, recently. Yeah, Recently. I was about to say, because you know you were supposed to fight on the Brooklyn card. Oh, yeah, yeah. I don't know if they were going to give us one time, but they was able to turn me down. For I mean, real? I don't know why. They asked me, they called me, he wanted to get at 160. I said, hey, I would happily take it. I did tell them before that I would like to, you know, introduce a J-Rock fight if that happened. Yeah. So well, that's, I that's guess crazy. that was too tough, of a, too tough of a fight that they didn't want 
yeah. at the moment. Well, I know it's I cool. I understand. Ben, just wise if it doesn't make sense for you, it's cool. But <laughs> yeah, I was, I was yeah. looking for the smoke. I thought, you know what I'm saying, we both in a good position. You know what I'm saying? Why not us? I mean, he's a good dude. I respect him. You but know what I'm saying? To be honest, outside of the ring, want the smoke with you, Jay? Right? What's up? <laughs> outside of the ring, he's he's a, he's a good no, dude. But in the ring, I did definitely want. Tyrone was a fight we both we were supposed to have back in 2019. Really? We was about to get matched up, but and it's crazy. Me and Tyrone been around each other since the beginning because when oh, I was coming up six and five and he was coming mm-hmm. up underneath, and we both, you know, we're at a point. He's respectable guy too. Yeah, he's about to get guy. in. Tough but, guy. Um, tough. Man, I had a situation. Management management situation I was handling, yeah. so it's either fight him or go through that. I'd rather choose the stuff that make my mind a little more easy going That's forward. Right. So, That's right. Yeah, well, hey. he did good. He went to go fight on Benavides and show his yeah. skills and everything. So Definitely. I'm, you know, I'm Definitely. happy for him to be honest. He, he he a dog. He deserved his moment. He is. He a dog, and Benavides couldn't knock him out. Even though Benavides stopped yeah. him, he couldn't knock him out. And that was, was the replacement, tough. I think. Yeah, I think he was short notice. Yeah. Yeah. And and we know Benavides tough. Benavides yeah. is tough. Yeah. I, We've been saying some people call Benavidez out. <laughs> uh, <laughs> I, I ain't gonna speak yeah. on it too much. You can, but I ain't gonna yeah. speak on it too much because you know I have to deal with certain things because that's yeah, yeah. where I'm at. But uh, we'll see how that goes. Uh, <laughs> yeah, definitely. I mean, Benavidez be calling my man out. You know what I'm saying? He was talking. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So that's that's one Would thing. You, now, I don't, I think that's I don't a, get in between that. To be honest, I mean. Mm-hmm. Just, I think that's look, a good fight. I feel like Benavides, I like Benavides' approach to the sport. You know what I'm saying? I like that he wants to be a – I'm a dog. You know what I'm saying? I like to go yeah. at it. Like, Benavides like to go rumble and shit. You know what I'm saying? He want to call the best out. Go oh, at it. That's how I always felt. Definitely. But Jamal, like I said, Jamal could do it all. It's just yeah. different. He's I like – he's really smart. You know what I'm saying? He, they both really smart. It just mm-hmm. – the attitude of shit don't show it sometimes. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. They might look past that, but them niggas are smart. Yeah, for sure. They are, and they they have a good game. The only he's technical. Time... He's very technical. A technical fighter. He's yeah. He's a technical fighter boxer. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. I had to put that. And because a... I, I I put him as that. I think he's a a boxer puncher. You know what I'm saying? Um, not the one that won. Uh, dang. So who did the 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 one that's unified? Fifty four. He fought the Spanish guy. Yeah. So in that fight where he unified them titles, because I'm going I'm yeah. I'm to give some examples on what you just said. In that fight when he fought at 154, unified all the titles at 154. I felt like that's Jamel or Jamal? That's a, who's at 154? Jamel is the 54. So Jamel. Yeah. So I feel like Jamel fought three fights that night. Yeah. When, you, when you look at it, because I'm a coach, bro. I got to break this shit down. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> But yeah. we came up, we came up with a sharp jab, and I was and I was gonna ask you if if he did a lot of this in camp when you were with him. Oh, for but, sure. If you look at my IG when I was um out there with LL, LL got to see the sneaks, the sneaks. I piece. saw LL Cool J out there. Yeah, yeah. Working on some shit. Can't say everything we did in camp, right, but you know right. what I'm saying. In that time, moments, I I'm real good at showing the look. You know what I'm yeah. saying? Looking for right as a fighter. I mean, you know, he came out sharp jab, but he used a lot of lateral movement, right? Yeah. And then I saw him. He did some shit like you like to do, but we gonna sit in the ring and we gonna goddamn we just gonna sit down <laughs> on each other and we gonna fight, right? And then we got a little, we started jabbing, going backwards, and we start setting up that three, and that three yeah. was what was what did it in the end. Yeah, but yeah. I he liked, came back to it. Yeah, I like the different levels and the different looks he showed in that fight. You know what I'm saying? Right. So I know you got firsthand experience because I, I don't know if that was a part of the game plan, but it also showed 
how articulate he is in this ring. You know what I'm saying? I mean, I, I feel like with the most people that like sparring me is because I give them the best surreal look of a fight. Mm-hmm. You know, sometimes mm-hmm. you don't get that fight feel until you get to the ring. So I'm an exception. <laughs> I, I literally make people better. Not saying they're not already better, like right. good with the act, but right. I make them better to what they need to work on. Like anybody right. I work with, that's why I'm specific on who I work with. Because if I work with somebody, it's going to elevate their game. So whatever yeah. they see in that night, like when he fought Castaño, I can give Castaño work and yeah. give that. So he sees that, literally. You know what I'm saying? So right. the, for him to have that and do what he did, it was amazing. You know, he did he did exactly everything he worked on, everything he yeah. was supposed to do. And then it probably was either a little easier or whatever, because I definitely you yeah, definitely got the same smoke. dog in there. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> same so, exact look. Throughout all the sparring, you don't right. work with everybody, right? Yeah. Everybody. Who you trying to fight, bro? Who you trying to fight next? Let's call some people out tonight, bro. Who you trying to fight, bro? Who the fuck is this this motherfucking name? Let me see my boy. Look him up. We I, I, I had one dude that's in the UK. I, I definitely want to fight though. It's motherfucking Felix Cash. Whatever that Felix is. Cash. Yeah, I think he like sixteen and He out there, top. He top ten in WBC or something like. I, I want Felix Cash. You know. He a boxer. That's, he a boxer in the UK. He got a nice little following. You know. What I'm saying? Yeah. That's cool. Whatever. But he's nice. I feel like he's a good fighter to you know. To get put back, back in. Him. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Yeah. I, I think that'd be good, bro. I, I think I'm, I'm in between good. 60 and 54, making my decision, you know, if I get down to 54, mm. who wants it, you know what I'm saying? They have good names, Tony Harrison. They mm-hmm. got, um, I wanted to do that Tony Harrison just fought. Yeah, got, Tony Harrison was sharp as a bitch that night, too, Yeah, bro. yeah. I, I want to do that same thing. Let me get that same chance against that, you know what I mean? Yeah, <laughs> let me get that smoke, <laughs> me get sharp, bro. too, you feel me? Yeah, bro. <laughs> I can show my sharp side sometimes, you know what I'm right. saying? They always want to see me dog out. Like, let me get sharp, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> that's because that's what we used to, bro. Every time we see you on TV, bro, it's a straight dog fight. Let me get sharp. I can get sharp on them, you know yeah, what I'm saying? Yeah, bro. <laughs> I think... It's that opportunity, man. Anybody watching this, man, I know I got a lot of a lot of guys that promote fights, a lot of coaches that on here, man. We tell them, bro, we looking for opportunities. Looking fact. for opportunities. And then one thing about boxing is somebody always knows somebody in this game. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? It's, boxing so small, we all know what's small, going on. Small, bro. We all we know all what's know. going on with who. Thousands of fighters. We can always find out. <laughs> That's a fact. Somebody we know knows somebody. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Right. So throughout your career, We'll keep talking about it. We had ups and downs, right? We went through right. some things. Mentally, we we took some losses, just like life, right? Sometimes yeah. we up, sometimes we down, right? When we when we went through these challenges mentally, because that's definitely something that I, I want you to give advice on, uh-huh. because everybody ain't gonna be Floyd. Everybody ain't gonna go goddamn forty six and 0, 52 and zero shit like that. When we took these losses, how was it? You know what I'm saying? How how did it make you feel? Did you feel depressed at times? Were there challenges that you had to, you know, compete with yourself? Look yourself in the mirror, things like that. You know what I'm saying? Give us some gems, man. Give us. Oh yeah, yeah. When I when I fought Hugo Centino, that was like a crazy year. 2017 was always gonna be a year to remember because that's when mm-hmm. I got this baby. Yeah. At the same time, I got my highest and yeah. my lowest. You know what right. I'm saying? My highest win and my lowest win, and. Biggest win coming with a guy who was 15 and 0 at the time with 12 mm-hmm. knockouts from the Ukraine, two time mm-hmm. Olympian, 500 amateur fights, the whole nine. Number two in the WBC, not right. even supposed to be there. You know what I'm saying? I'm not even supposed to be in the ring sharing against this guy. 
right. I'm 16 and 0 at the time. You know, fighting the guy 16 and 0. Mm-hmm. Nobody, I guess to them, I'm just nobody, whatever. So coming off that and upsetting him, right. who was a highly favorite to, you know, stopping him in the sixth round, mm-hmm. dropping him twice. Was it twice in the stoppage? He hurt me one time in, in the round. It was cool. I, I, I like Keith Trump a lot because he a dog, mm-hmm. to be honest. Yeah. He a yeah. dog. I, you know, in a dog, like he ain't give a fuck. He just. Uh, you know, I like that. You know, saying yeah. real tight in the photo. Between him and Darion Chinko, I still like Keychop because he was real. You know, he's real like that. You know, saying real tight. tight. I tried yeah. to throw my Roy Jones hook. He threw a shut hook and it buzzed me when I put my foot down. That shit robbed me. I was like, oh shit. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Got, got, felt like yeah, I could, yeah, for a second, but I wasn't yeah. out. You know what I'm saying? I had to keep punch because the referee, I see him looking in and, right. you know what I'm saying? When you're on that B side, you know what I'm saying? He looking to stop it any second. So I'm just That's like, right. Uh, That's right. Just punch, 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 bell wrong. So God, God was watching me that night for sure. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> <laughs> he definitely knew that they was trying to pull one on me. You know what I'm saying? Right. He kept me in that fight. Right. But then, um, you know, later on, after that fight, what was different was that nothing changed for me. You know what I'm right. saying? I got yeah. the biggest fight of my career on Showtime. Yeah. You know, and, you know, on the undercard of Javante, mm-hmm. when he won his first title, mm-hmm. and on um, Bobby Jack. And then, like, money-wise, nothing changed. Wow. A lot of stuff didn't change. Like, you know what I'm saying? My circumstance, I wasn't getting no interviews. I wasn't, nothing was, like, showing that, damn, you just had a big status. But yeah. everybody in the world is telling me, like, yo, great, good fight, you know how, you know what I'm saying? So right. it's hard to accept. You know, I still accept those wishes everybody giving me, but then uh-huh. it's, like, looking at my situation, I'm a realist. So it's, like, shit ain't changing, you know what I'm saying? I'm still mm-hmm. the whatever. And then later on, I didn't fight till eight months later to fight Hugo. And I don't know why that was eight months. I had my title vacated without me knowing, you know, except for my manager doing it. So I guess really? it was a play on him delaying me. Yeah. And, you know what I'm saying, at least my – I didn't know my belt got vacated until after the um Centino fight. They really? tried to put it on the paper, but it was like, no, I'm not. They say you got to do that within three months or something like that. But mm. he was always displaying the news. I didn't know how much money I was getting until, like, the last week of the fight. Um, he handled a lot of stuff. Wow. Yeah, yeah. It, it was it was, it was in a – boxing, bro. A bullshit ass contract where yeah. you know what I'm saying he got a lot of leverage to take care of control so mm-hmm. it's like definitely you know what I'm saying watch your shit you know what I'm saying so going into that fight of Centino I prepared did everything I had Alantes Fox mm-hmm. salute to Alantes you know what I'm saying like he's always great work great yeah. work you know what I'm saying tall you know what I'm saying he's been in Alantes Pro like 2009 so yeah. I've always been the amateurs around I mean for my brother right. in the back in the amateurs I never got to fight him but mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying sparring with him over the years was dope Always yeah. gave me the look I needed and the work we needed. Right. You know what I'm saying? So, so going into that fight, you know, I done everything I needed to do. So naturally I feel like I had to plan and everything. So a lot of shit was just fucked up. I mean, coming off I had to lose about a pound and a half. I was overweight. I feel mm. like I got sapped and trained drained. It was like my manager came in, just like, oh, what you weigh in? This all oh, shit, we gotta fight this. Like never let me know what's happened. I mean, of course you gotta be ready at all times. Right. Everybody's situation right. different. We know champions know when they're fighting next year. You know what I'm saying? That's I'm not right. a champion, but I just won a belt, so I wouldn't know. I would like to know if I was fighting. I didn't know when I was fighting. It would just come in and where you at and all oh, we got this. You know what I'm saying? So it started pressing me to lose it. Then I yeah. had like a, a pound and a half out of lose when I once I got there. So I was a little drained. Mm-hmm. I could shoot pictures, man. You could see my cheekbones and everything. Yeah. So after that, I felt like, you know what I'm saying, once I win, I'm going to just hydrate up and be good. Mm-hmm. So we get to the event. It's like in the middle of the street. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? It was in Miami, Oklahoma. So it was in the middle of the street. I went in there. I'm a co-main. So, of course, I feel like I'd be different. I got to go into my own dressing room or whatever. Mm-hmm. So we can find our own dressing room upstairs. So 
they up there watching the undercard. My brother and the assistant watching the undercard. Right. And we're just chilling. It's been like an hour. Ain't nobody come in. Ain't no inspector. Referee came in, gave us instructions, whatever. Okay, boom. Yeah. Now we waiting. We can't wrap our hands yet until an inspector come by. So right. yeah. they're waiting for another 30 minutes. So seeing the fights happen, fights happen fast, but we're not really knowing because nobody's telling us. You don't want to want to hire cars. Inspector's supposed to be telling you, hey, when this fight's coming right. up. Yeah, you got five minutes or whatever. Nothing. Yeah. We just up there, whatever, flat. So all of a sudden, the inspector comes up like, hey, we don't got, well, the assistant went to go find him. He said, we don't got enough inspectors. Y'all got to come downstairs, whatever. So, okay, boom. We took all our stuff, went downstairs. He said, get in the ring. Mm-hmm. You're like, what? <laughs> you know what I'm saying? I just got my outfit on. I don't got my hands wrapped or nothing. He's like, yeah, they asking for y'all. So it was like, damn, they want us in the ring. But going back thinking, we think my manager kind of slipped up because he said, we got an hour. You know, he was looking at his right. time like, we got an hour. But he's right. on the East Coast time. We in Oklahoma, we in Central. So we yeah. an hour back. You know what I'm saying? Like, we ain't had that time. You know what I'm saying? And we should have had somebody quicker to mm. figure out what's going on. He's yeah. already wrapped up. He's good. At this point, everything's just fast. Everything's going through the motion. I'm not even fight mode. I'm just hands yes. wrapped. Did the miss for like 10 seconds and it's like walk out. So it was like, damn, see my dad on the mall and I'm on the side as I'm going out. But I'm not even in the fight zone. I'm kind of just warming up, still going through the motion. So yeah. in the ring, I can just see. If you look at the whole fight, you can see my legs and everything. I just feel like I was just flat. I wasn't yeah. like, I didn't have no bounce to me. I won't mm-hmm. warm up. So I feel like I was doing everything I normally would do, sparring. I mean, like how I worked on the game plan. Mm-hmm. He wasn't beating me up. I wasn't getting dogs. So right. and going into that third round, I was like, all right, I'm going to shell up and walk him down. I'm mm-hmm. going to shell up and walk him down. So what I did, I said, I'm going to throw my left hook, hit it with the right right after. So when I did it, I squared up, didn't realize I squared up. Yeah. Shelled up like this. I threw it wide and dropped my right hand at the same time. He threw a left hook like this from low, never saw it. Yeah. Caught him. First time I went down, the first time yeah. I ever been hit the ground in my life, you know what I'm right. saying? Right. I feel like, like when I look back at that video, mm-hmm. I look at strength because I was trying to get up, you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. My legs were like this, you know what I'm saying? They went back and they locked up because mm-hmm. I felt like I overworked myself through camp. And I was telling right. my personal trainer at the time, my legs was burnt. And I was mm-hmm. telling them the day of the fight, and it was losing mm-hmm. the weight and all that. And I'm just like, yo, and she's like, no, you know, when they motivate you, just like keep going, push through it, it's gonna be better again. I'm like, yeah, but I'm feeling something, you know what I'm saying? I I'm, I'm been, right. Yeah, that's yeah. the first thing that went. My legs was just locked up, and it was stuff like, fuck. And I was trying to get up, I couldn't get up, and the referee wiped me out. And I was like, damn, you know what I'm saying? But once I got up, it's weird because in that fight, my brother told me that, you know what I'm saying, you got up and you circled the ring, and everybody was clapping for you and everything. I said, I don't remember that shit be honest yeah. <laughs> that's the first time i went blank like i right. definitely don't remember like from when he hit me i remember trying to get up and then once until i'm walking out the ring that's what i remember i don't remember anything in between you yeah. know what i'm saying so it's crazy like to get that flash and the, and the hardest part about it was that well the easiest part that it didn't hurt it didn't yeah. hurt so i really remember <laughs> that's the good part, part you know what I'm saying? yeah <laughs> i don't know how to pay feel so you know what right. saying? i'm still ready to go again right. <laughs> so right. that was the easy part but just accepting that moment afterwards because when i got yeah. out totally need to run it back because i just felt like the situation wasn't right you know what i'm saying you got it yeah you know hands on i never like take away for someone's wins the mm-hmm. same as your victory so i'm just like you got it you know what I'm saying? at the end of the day we just need to run this back if whatever and he's like yeah right. sure sure but i never think it was pressed or whatever to yeah. do it we know you know, at that time yeah. yeah so he took it and ran but it was just cool and then he went on to for the charlo fight which i knew because the thing about it with Hugo, no, no lie, but he was not the strongest puncher in the world at all. Yeah, he's like, I was walking through it, like, it was so weak. I was like, man, to be honest, I'm like, yo, he can't punch. So, to lose to somebody who couldn't punch was just like, damn. Yeah. But the biggest breaker after that fight was basically going home and sitting back 
and seeing everything posted every yeah. place posted but when i was on the rise up nobody was posting me you know even the one yeah. i just won i just won the key troll fight they said it was round of the year on espn they had me top 10 round of the year fight of the right. year you know what right. i'm saying candidates and that nobody really posted like that a lot probably a few yeah. times but then i took this l and it was like damn that's everybody yeah, you know showing it's like everybody come out the world works to see and it's just like damn bro yeah. just love that when i was winning you know what I'm saying? Right. it's right. hard for fighters to get the 17 and 0 and then have a credible win that's true even in today's era like you know what yes. i'm saying a lot of people get six and all they ready to fight people this and that but mm -hmm. i had 17 wins undefeated and had a good resume on against somebody i just beat top yeah. tier right he was number two in the wbc looking to get a fight against triple g next so mm -hmm, I didn't get mm -hmm. that opportunity even after winning. You know what I'm right. saying? So it's it's crazy that I can get to that, but these guys don't even do That's, half of that. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. But they, they was posting all over, and that's the only thing that kind of hit me was like, damn, you know what I'm saying? How how it feels when you like this, and, you, and the whole situation that went on, mm -hmm. and then seeing that happen, and people just hitting you. Then, like me, I don't deal with depression the same. I feel like I kind of I kind of shelled out a little bit, stayed to mm -hmm. myself. You know what I'm saying? I ain't gonna lie, start drinking a little bit more, you know what I'm saying? Like, I just yeah. wine and everything on from time to time, but then it, it just added more. Like, I'm drinking too much wine now, you know what I'm yeah, saying? Right, <laughs> drinking right, more than right. I need to because it's mm -hmm. like, yo, that's coping with, like, you know, trying to forget about, it, like, whatever, yeah. you know what I'm saying? The pain, but then the I came back. That I'm feeling, yeah. That I came back and forth. Key I'm not key truck on core ball for afterwards. Mm -hmm. Corball just came off of Charlo. Bro, Corball's a tough opponent, bro. He got, yeah. Um, yeah. he was strong. I'm sure you could feel, could you feel his strength? Because he seemed like he had just a Body-wise. Actually, yeah. I didn't fight Corbo. I fought a dude in Maryland, MGM, first. And I stopped okay. him in the sixth round. Somebody Caleb Plant went the distance with, and I came mm -hmm. and stopped him in the sixth. And, it sounded um, like you got a little thing with Caleb Plant. Somebody came I don't. Yeah, to be honest, that. Caleb, like I said, I like his, his skillful guy, to be yeah, honest. Yeah, but I just don't yeah. respect the fact that, like, as a fighter, don't discredit me and try to treat like I'm trash or some shit. I mean, yeah. to be honest, this, this is what Caleb, I don't want to sidetrack from my story or whatever, because... Right. Caleb won the whole run, you know, he went to prove the world and this and that, what he's doing, and anybody, you're trash, you know, you're not better than me, and yeah. so it's cool, but it's just, I don't like people throwing, I'm a, you know, I'm going to do it like the check, you know what I'm saying, whatever you're doing, like, I don't have to talk about it, you know what I'm right. saying, you're going to see me about it, so, yeah. but him, he, had that, he had that type of attitude, yeah. how you think I'm supposed to come at it, you know what I'm saying, yeah, I'm not going to exactly. let somebody talk shit about me, feel like That's I'm going to keep running it, like, yeah. be cool, because like, I don't know you like that, to be honest, <laughs> but you kind of drag me in a way like I'm, I'm whatever, you know what I'm saying? Right, so right. like you know what I'm saying? I like I said I respect his skill. He he pretty good boxer, but Yeah, good boxer. Yeah, then that's mm. that's pretty much for me. I mean I, <laughs> other than that <laughs> other than that, like I like I said he went to the distance with that dude, um Juan the Angel, that's who it was. And mm -hmm. I came back and I stopped him in the six and that was my comeback fight. It made me feel more comfortable. And right. then I came back and fought core ball. No, mm. yeah, core ball. And mm -hmm. he just came out the fight with Charlo. Mm -hmm. and they were saying how it was close fight it was pretty in the it first was. half i had it to study was. that fight to fight him so i seen yeah. it after a while i said jamal you kind of beat him after watching mm -hmm. it yeah he had a good first six rounds after that he done throw no more punches same yeah. with me same yeah. fight he gave first six rounds he's doing okay after that he ain't throwing no punches they adding up the score and i'm right. just like yo he's not scoring 100 some points on me right now in this round what the fuck are they looking at like, right that's, that's true <laughs> and they try to give it to him and then they came back give it a draw because the referee said that he put it in the last round for me and then they try to change it and put it like an even round it's like no i put it for a lean yeah it's, it was crazy uh, yeah so it just seems like throughout the boxing career man you definitely had some trials some tribulations but i feel oh, like yeah. you, you you still at a point that you could go be successful you yeah. know what i'm saying and i'm and i'm gonna be honest bro i believe in you 
I think you're one of those guys that work hard for it. And, and I think you still have the time and the talent to go out there and prove to the world that Emmanuel Lane can be a champion. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. I appreciate bro, that, man. Definitely, bro. Like we gonna, we, you know, you gotta keep grinding. We know that, cause that's yeah, the name yeah. of the game. You know what I'm saying? So, I, bro, I'm just gonna be, I'm gonna be honest, bro. If you ever need help, you know, you always welcome to come up here to Baltimore. Big shout out to the Gogi Project, hey, Jim, man. I love Baltimore, man. They always show bro. me love, man. Hey, we trying to get some work too, bro. I got a 168 that uh getting ready to turn pro in a couple months, bro. Definitely would like to get some work with you there. <laughs> hey, I'm here. I'm here. I'm down in Richmond at the time. Come definitely give me my line. You can you set know, it up. We'll definitely set it up. I dodge no work. You know what I'm saying? I spot everybody. Everybody <laughs> yeah. pretty much on the East Coast. I done been yeah. in, in the ring with. Bro. And now the Central, you know what I'm saying? Top tiers. I done been in with everybody. One one guy I do like, that's a, not he didn't surprise me, but he made mm -hmm. me realize, like, this motherfucker is going to be the next. I don't know. I've never been there with Floyd, but yeah. <laughs> Keyshawn Davis. Yeah. You know, I got to work with Keyshawn probably like 2019. Uh-huh. In 2019. And like I said, I'm, I'm like the best sparring out of shape motherfucker <laughs> before a fight ever. Like when I get in shape, motherfuckers, like when he spar me out of shape, you're like, what time is motherfucker getting in shape? Because <laughs> he's giving us work now. Like, yeah, yeah. man, when he in shape, you know what I'm saying? A real problem. But, like, I'm, you know what I'm saying, walking big and, you know, being in the ring with Keyshawn because I just feel like I'm already accused him. So mm -hmm. I'm not going to over-bully him and try whatever. But his right. IQ is next level, to be honest. Like, you know, you see and you move. Like, he's natural. His eyes like the Matrix with it. Like, he's just moving naturally with it. And it's like, oh, yeah, he's he different. <laughs> he's different. Like, he made me have to step up and really use more quick speed and use – just extra, so I'm like, Thanks. yeah, he make yeah. it's extra. Like he make you do that. Like these things that he do, like just it's cool because I can see it in his eyes. Like his IQ is hard to hit that man. Yeah, like that's same way they do. It's like Shakur, Shakur. That's what I'm about like, to say Shakur, same way. Yeah, just yeah. got that IQ, man. I got yeah. to see him um last week, probably when I went to oh two weeks ago, went to Top Ring Gym. Yeah, uh, so yeah, he's still on the move. Gave some work with one of my boys out there, Marcus. You know what I'm saying? Shakur. I ain't seen Shakur in years because I've been rolling. Like, he's like Shakur and Keyshawn and everybody was after me, you know, in the amateur. So, right, right. Like, he was yeah. coming in as I was coming up. So, to see mm -hmm. them still rocking and rolling, like, yo, you've been doing it. You know what I'm saying? Bro. I respect you. I'm Austin. Sure. I got big respect for Shakur, man. He came yeah. to my last gym, uh, Charm City, when, I, when he used to, I think your mm. brother used to come up there with Mac, when I was with Max and Dave. Yeah, yeah. And he, he came up there and whooped everybody ass. <laughs> I was like, oh, yeah. He popped the whole shit, shit, man. Bro, I love it. I love it, though. Shit, mm -hmm. bro. Yeah. Them the opposite. Shit. I like when people talk shit because it makes me have to shut them up. You know what I'm yeah. saying? So I, but I love hearing it because my mom and them, like my background, they love popping shit. So like, yeah, I don't have yeah. to be the one who popped it. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> <laughs> but I'm with all the smoke, for I'm sure. Gonna, I'm going to pipe you down, little bro. You know what I'm yeah. saying? That's how I like with Kayla. Like, Kayla like popping shit. You know what I'm saying? I like it. You know what I'm saying? I like it. Spew <laughs> it to the fire. You know what I'm saying? For real, bro. For real, yeah, champ. Well, it's crazy. I look at it because it's like, damn, this dude was a kid champ now, but he was calling me out, so it made me just feel like you know, I had to be somebody to be called, yeah. period. Regardless, of how you know what I'm saying, yeah. I might not been at the champion level yet when he's mm -hmm. at, but you know, achieved it. But shit, mm -hmm. was good enough to say my name on it, right? Right, well, definitely, man. You know, I'm, I'm, I'm definitely gonna do what I can, you know. We gonna reach out to some people and say, if we can get you, let's get you back in that ring, bro. That's oh, yeah, what you yeah. need to be at, you know what I'm saying. Yeah. And hopefully, he might just do. 
Yeah, it's time for you to go. It's that second road. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah. It's that second road. It's time to bite back down on that mouthpiece, bro. Let's yeah. go get it. You know what <laughs> I'm saying? I'm only 28. Be 29 this year. And it's yeah, like, so damn, it's still, got, you're still young. Yeah. Bro, still got, and you got that man strength now. You yeah. know what I'm saying? <laughs> I'm about to sure. sit your ass down. Yeah, you, ready, you ready to put everybody on game now. Like, you know what I'm saying? Why can't they just get in there and feel it? Like, damn, he a man now. You know? anybody, anybody that come to fight you already know what time it is, bro. Anybody, because we know. We're going to go what we do as coaches. We're going to go look at YouTube and we're going to be like, shit, this motherfucker a dog. Yeah. Right, we got a game plan for this shit. <laughs> They just got to treat me a little better, you know what I'm saying? Nah, if, they, if people going to prepare and know they got paid to fight me, but, you know what I'm saying, let me... That's right. I'm an entertaining fighter. I feel like every time you I are, fight, bro. people know they're going to they gonna see a good fight. You're going to get a good show. You're going to get a boring fight with show. some fighters. You're going to get yeah. an okay fight, but you're going to get it all with me. <laughs> yeah. Definitely, definitely. So, before we roll, bro, for all yeah. the youngins, all the young athletes out here trying to get to the level that you are at now, man, give, give them some advice, bro. Um... Like going forward, I feel like you get into the game, you want to box, have a plan, have a plan. We go into the sport. Like to me, the amateurs was fun. Mm -hmm. Pro, it became it become fun when you start being in a fun environment and you right. orchestrate the way you needed to orchestrate. I think in the game of me coming in, me, my father, and my brother, we had to basically we had to basically like learn as we go. Right. So everything we did, we learned as we go because we didn't have nobody before us doing stuff. So mm -hmm. have a plan going in, look out for yourself, like check them contracts. You know what I'm saying? I got signed a contract. I shouldn't have signed because mm -hmm. my parents was involved. The first one was with my parents. The second one was kind of, you know, eased up on the thinking that it was like the first one, mm -hmm. but it wasn't. Right. But, you know, what I'm right. watch your, you know what I'm saying? Shit. If they can't give it back and let you review what you're doing, then mm -hmm. you don't need to deal with them, to be honest. Right. Like any person who's give you a contract should be able to, hey, y'all look it over and come back to me if you want to deal with this. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. Whatever, like I said. But definitely have a plan, have a goal, because when money is involved, there's a lot of crooked shit. Everybody want a piece of the pie. Definitely. But when the amateurs, I mean, they still do crooked stuff in the amateurs, but it's fun. Oh, yeah. You know, you get definitely. to go to record. You know yeah. what I'm saying? You get your record, go back, fight to do next week. And in pros, that should stay with you forever. That's true. You know what I'm saying? And we don't walk around. We don't got no union. We don't have no retirement <laughs> plan. We don't have. We have to yeah. do everything. We fight them. We make our money. We spend it. We mm -hmm. Make our money. Cut the end of Sam. Cut the manager. Cut the trainer. Then we yeah. spend it. So yeah. our million is really at least sixty-five percent or seventy percent with a good motherfucker who do money, not mm -hmm. not a regular motherfucker. Like you know, what right. I'm saying you had to go. You had to learn right. how to go through some things and realize, like, oh shit, you got to pay this. You got to pay that. So I just say, like I said, have a plan. My market yourself. You know what I'm saying? Strategize your money right. and then go from there. You know what I'm saying? Come into this game with figure out who you want to be. They want to be this trash talker, be that trash talker to the fullest. You know what I'm saying? Make them <laughs> Let them know you got multiple ways. Make them dang them tickets. They want to see people in them seats. You know what I'm saying? I naturally was entertaining people in the seats, but I never had that promoter type mentality of like, yo, I talk my shit, I fill up arenas and all that. But all that shit matters. Yeah, yeah it does. You know, you look at tank, tank sell out. Yeah, they love him. They love him. He fit it that is crazy. He look like a little young rapper that fight basically. Yeah, you know that's that's saying? another level to the game when you sell yeah. down on arenas. Like, Bruh. it's different talks. That's why these fights be taking slow because now they're looking bigger than just a fight. Mm -hmm. Your fight mm -hmm. can only carry you, but so much is whatever right. baggage you bring with. I, I definitely learned from that, and I'm still doing it. I'm still going through it. Right. You know what I'm saying? I don't right. have the flamboyant character. You know what I'm saying? I don't. 
you know, bring the whole bunch of whatever. I didn't have the buzz. I mean, it had a little buzz, but I don't bring a lot of following and this and that, but I'm still one of them dogs that they know and respectful. And right. I've been up there, you know what I'm saying? I like that. I mean, to be honest, you know what I'm saying? If I can yeah. get a little more fans on, you know, come on inside a little bit. You know what I'm saying? Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Fan, look, you know look, that's why we're going to make sure everybody like, share, and follow my man, bro. So we let's start building it. You know what I'm saying? I, I definitely yeah, want to sure, be a good. part of that, man. Let's one of the real it. ones who actually fight. You know what I'm saying? All the people that don't want to fight, I fight. I've been fighting. I've already right. done it. You know, I've been there, done that. I never was scared to put my own line against anybody. Mm-hmm. I fought like my boy DeMond. Mon Lucas and me and him for three My times man. in the amateurs yep. already. Yep. I didn't even know that matchup happened, but you know what I'm saying? He got us to fight. I ain't care. You know what I'm saying? I don't mm-hmm. care who it is. Yeah. I never care who it is, but right. in this business and this pro, like for the youngest, just take control of your career and focus on what you want to do, to be honest. Definitely. Like, like, like to think about it, you, are you a fan of Jake Paul? How you think about Jake Paul? It's a big one for boxers, to be honest. Like, to be honest, I, I got to be. Because I, I got to respect what he's doing. I you feel like to an extent, and I might be against a lot of people when it comes to it, but mm-hmm. I low-key claim him somewhat of a fighter. Yeah. I they mean, say he's not a boxer. He definitely yeah. trains like Jaleon Love is a former super middleweight champ, so mm-hmm. he be training him. He's spawning with fighters. Right. He's not fighting fighters, but right. who fights fighters in the beginning of their career anyway, That's unless true. you're not match right, to be honest. So exactly. I say about eight fights in, ten fights, he will fight. Uh, somebody know. real. That's when you're going to see... It, you don't see something <laughs> exactly yeah. what he's about, but right now he milking. He milking. Uh, I mean, you, you coming in making over a million dollars a fight, bro. I can't be mad at you. There's no. It, who do we know that started their pro pro career off making over a million dollars? We lucky if we make 2500 It's you crazy. You know what I'm saying? Man, so following is different. It changed the game, to be honest. The game used to be built up in fighters. Like when I was coming up, I was lucky to have these built up fights and mm-hmm. lead up a little bit to a contender, but. Now it's like no, straightforward. They yeah. want to see you right now. Right. You know what I'm saying? I mean, <laughs> right now we want to see six and oh, six and oh, ten right. and oh. Right now. We don't wanna, you know what I'm saying, exactly. wait for that shit. Yeah, that's so, real. And the development real. is gone. And then Jake Paul just brought this shit. You make millions just off of what? Like you can go get Tiger Woods right now, make some oh, <laughs> some bro, cash. Man. You know what I'm saying? I fight Tiger Woods. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Look, see that that shit'll sell, you know what I'm mean? saying? Let's, let's go. <laughs> Bring Mike Vick out. You know what I'm saying? Get him in the ring. <laughs> <laughs> I can't even say what I want to say because <laughs> we all love. Oh, man. Oh, I got a story to tell, too. What's that? You my boy, too, and we don't talk about it a lot, but Chad, we did have a sparring session with Chad Johnson. Uh-huh. Oh, for real? <laughs> you don't talk about it a lot. You don't talk about it, but I'm going to tell you on this show, you know what I'm saying? I'm going to let you know yeah. a little bit. Chad, we get somewhere. It's my guy, you know what I'm saying? We yeah. like him. You know what I'm saying? But, yeah, I introduced him to feel how it's going to feel against a good fight before he fought Maxell, I think. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. It was a funny – you had to be there. You had to be there. He was good, though. He was good, though. I like him. Bro. I feel like I feel like getting better. He's in the gym, like going to gym to gym, learning. Yeah. Like he's crap and learning the game for sure. He's popping a lot of shit. He was good. Bro, I know the only thing that he was popping so much shit to me on YouTube, I don't know if you ever got to see me in Charlo Crib. I was in Charlo uh-huh. Crib on the mansion. Uh-huh. So he got him on FaceTime. And he was going around the room and he just like talking shit. So he said, hey, who the I was getting my hair cut in the in the kitchen. Uh-huh. So his barber came and was cutting it. He's like, you know, I put the camera back on him. Uh-uh. So it's like, he's like, no, I mean, I'll beat your ass. I'm just like, man, you ain't gonna do shit. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah, you know, I'm just honest, <laughs> yeah I, be, I can tell you scared. I'm just like, you know, like I ain't no big talker to be honest. I'm all action, you know. So I yeah. talk my shit when I want to, but I rather physically do it, you know what I'm right, saying? You know, right. that's just how I, that's just how I am. 
I'm just built that way. Yeah. Um, and he and I feel like he didn't know I still carry that. You know what I'm saying? So when yeah. he saw me the next time he came around and he was popping that shit and he wants to get his spine, you know what I'm saying? It's like yeah, he was either knock his ass out or just whatever. So I was gonna take it easy. Man, uh, by the second round he was down. I'm just saying he was he, he was ready to be out after the second no. round. That's all I'm saying. He talk a lot of shit. I love him for that. Yo, Chad is funny as fuck, to be honest. You, know, you need Chad in your life to be honest. Like, come up with funny. He talk a lot of but shit. He got a lot better. I seen it. Like Jack probably could really get some smoke. He might have to yeah. get Jake Paul or somebody. I know you want to call him. Well, <laughs> I know you want to. And you know he do. And that would be that would sell. Yeah, would sell. He just knows yeah. not to hop back in there with Emmanuel no more. Yeah, <laughs> shut that shit down. <laughs> yeah, nah, it was a funny. It was a funny day to be honest. Like I had on my IG, I had to tell him, "Sorry, Chad." You know, he's like, "Man, this motherfucker be cheating." You know, <laughs> <laughs> said you dating this motherfucker? He cheating. Like, <laughs> <laughs> funny as fuck. <laughs> but yeah, but that Chad story is crazy. Me and Chad, we, we got to do some rounds. Yeah, bro, that's fun though, bro. That's fine. I don't think nobody know that though, other than the team. The team. Yeah, that's dope, bro. That's yeah. dope. <laughs> hey, but look, man, I definitely appreciate you for having. We probably could have talked all night, man. But oh yeah, you, like you said, we don't talk about bro, how much people I met out there and everything. Yeah, and look, it's, it's 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 all love and damn. I would definitely like to do it again. You know what I'm saying, sure. man? You would get on here and chop it up. Uh, you never know. I've been having a lot of people just popping up, hitting me, saying, hey, can we get on the show? So I might have some on the show. We might have to call you and get, and get oh, something yeah, going. Yeah. Right, yeah, I don't mind. <laughs> I don't mind. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> definitely, definitely. But I definitely appreciate you. Anyone that knows me, man, on 12 Rounds with Childs before I leave, I always got to say something. I always got to give a motivational quote. But I read one day. It's actually by Dr. Martin Luther King. And it goes... Mm -hmm. Darkness cannot drive out darkness. Only light can do that. Hate cannot drive out hate. Only love can do that. So mm -hmm. let's not hate each other. Let's show love. It's enough hate in the world. Let's love each other. Let's uplift each other. Let's, let's worry about everybody's mental health. Let's be there for one another. As black men, let's be emotional. Let's trust each other. Let's love each other. And the sky's the limit. But we can't do that. Y'all know what I got to say. We can't do that without the love for what we do, the effort in what we do, and the dedication to what we want to achieve. So I definitely appreciate you for being on the show. Before we Thank leave, you. make sure you put out all, wherever they can hit you on the Instagram, Facebook. How can we get Because I need a Chosen One t-shirt too. Oh, yeah, bro. yeah, yeah. These you definitely on the website. I, I hate the thechosenone.com. These will be, they're not live yet, but you know, I got, I got some of them selling right now, you know what I'm saying? So if you want one, I can get you, you know what I'm saying? Definitely. I yeah, need but to get right one. now, this going to be the ones I'm going to have a live. Like I said, I ate one.com. You got two shirts that's going to be dropping on there soon. I mean, they already on there, but we're going to be having them live. You can follow me on my Instagram, my Twitter, Emmanuel Aleem, at Emmanuel Aleem, and I'm on TikTok too, local Manolo, or no, I think it's Emmanuel Aleem still on TikTok too. Well, my link tree is in my Instagram if you ever, you definitely, know. Definitely. And it's on, on my link tree. Which I was link tree too, definitely. Hey, let's get it. You know, so let's I'm going to put it. this on there too. You know what I'm saying? Yes, but sir. Yeah. And in my, in my Twitch, if you know what I'm saying? I'll be streaming sometimes, playing the games and all that okay. shit. Come on okay. my Twitch. Follow local underscore Manolo. That's, that's me on Twitch. Definitely. And me definitely. And my local mob. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Show my man some love. Give him support. 
I appreciate everybody for tuning in, all the people that have been following, all the likes I've been getting, all the text messages, all the calls. Like I've been getting big love for this show lately, and I definitely appreciate it. Please like, follow, and share 12 Rounds with Childs. Please like, follow, and share. Salute to Childs. I appreciate I like you know this whole thing. What you yes, doing, sir. man? Keep doing what you do, bro. bro. For sure. Definitely a cool show, man. And if, and if you're looking for some boxing, holla at Coach Childs. You know, yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> definitely, definitely, man. I, I thank you. I can't say that enough. I appreciate it, man. Hey, it's 12 rounds with Charles, man. We signing out, bro.